You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Happy Friday, football fans, and welcome into another edition of the Chase Podcast. I'm Isaac Sines, and I thank you for joining me. In today's episode, NFL defensive tackle Jarrell Worthy and I preview the divisional round and share our predictions for each matchup. The Chiefs will look to win a playoff game at Arrowhead for the first time since 1994 when they host the Colts on Saturday. Patrick Mahomes says he looks forward to the challenge of playing a difficult opponent and plans to embrace the big stage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it's my first playoff game. I'm excited just to be here and then at the same time get the opportunity to go out there and win, win games like this. I mean, when you grow up, you want to go and play games like this. When you, when you get older, you want to be a professional athlete and you want to win on the, the biggest stage. And so for me, it's about going out there and, like I said, be, be myself, uh, lean on my teammates and try to go out there and win a big football game. The Rams are fresh off a first-round bye and will now take on the Cowboys in the divisional round. Rams cornerback Marcus Peters is confident that they will come out on top if they play up to their potential. We just got to go out there, man, just put our best foot forward. Uh, trust and believe in what we're going on. Prepare for this week and just don't make the plays, man. The lights and the camera ain't got my back. The lights and the camera going to beat it. But once you between them lines, man, it's, you know, it's you and 10 others, you know, and then you got a, two other phases of football that you got to go out there and execute. So we just got to go out there and do our part. The Eagles will clash with the Saints for the second time this season when they travel to New Orleans on Sunday. Defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz stressed the importance of mixing up their defensive game plan to limit Drew Brees in their explosive offense. Um, you know, I think you got to mix it up. Um, you have to tackle well. There's some things that you, you can't defend every single pass. If you do, you're going to give up. You know, too many plays down the field. Um, and I think there's some that you just have to tackle. There's others that you have to pick and choose your times to be aggressive. I don't know that this is a game that you can um, you can just stick with one thing and, and stay with it over the course of the game. He's seen just about everything known to mankind. I will discuss all that and more coming up in the latest episode of the Chase Podcast.
The following is another production of the Chase Podcast, covering the latest news and analysis from around the National Football League. Turn the volume up. The Chase is on and the Chase is live. Now, let's say to your host, Good afternoon, everybody. It is January 11th here on the Pro Football Chase Podcast. And joining me for another episode is NFL defensive tackle Jarrell Worthy as he joins me to preview divisional round of the NFL playoffs. So, Jarrell, thanks again, man, for taking the time to join me. And how are you doing today? Man, I'm doing phenomenal uh, down here in San Antonio, uh, spending some time uh, training, and uh, I'm just excited uh, about this uh, divisional round coming up with these great teams, and uh, let's get right into it, man. All right. On that note, the first matchup we got here on Saturday, 4.35 p.m. Eastern time start, the six-seed Indianapolis Colts at the number one seed Kansas City Chiefs. It's worth noting, Jarrell, that the Colts, they could be without Malik Hooker. They're starting safety. He's listed as questionable. Did not practice all week. Tyquan Lewis, Ryan Grant already ruled out. And for the Chiefs, Eric Berry, he's questionable after not practicing due to a lingering heel injury. Sammy Watkins is questionable as well as Spencer Ware. So just a quick injury roundup for you. But when you look at this matchup, Jarrell, what do you look for? And uh, what do you think the outcome is going to be? Man, this is one of the most interesting matchups of all weekend um, because you have two offenses that uh, that are known to put up big points. Um, but also the uh, the factor is um, Indianapolis playing phenomenal football on defense um, with Darius Leonard and those guys flying around. Like it's been phenomenal to watch them play. Um, I actually, uh, to be honest with you. Um, you know, a lot of guys would want to go with uh, Kansas City, man, but I actually have New England uh, winning this. Uh, I mean, not not New England, excuse me, but Indianapolis uh, because because of what the scheme that they presented um, against the Texans last week um, with the max protection, being able to slow down those aggressive pass rushers um, and that defensive line of, of Houston. I think they'll be able to come uh, be able to do the same things in Kansas City against Justin Houston and D Ford um, as well as Chris Jones. So I think uh, if they can continue to keep you know, uh, having deep plays down the field against max protection, and they'll definitely have a lot of success. Well, I'm glad you brought up that particular matchup as that's one to watch. You look at this Chiefs pass rushing unit there with D4, Justin Houston, and all the guys you mentioned. Chris Jones, 15 and a half sacks this year. And then this this Indianapolis offensive line, man, you got Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, Mark Lewinsky. I mean, this is a a unit that allowed an NFL low 18 sacks against Andrew Luck. And so that's going to be a key. And I found this really uh, interesting stat here that when Andrew Luck, when he's throwing the ball in two and a half seconds or less, he has 26 touchdowns to just two interceptions. But when he's throwing after two and a half seconds in the pocket, He has 13 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. This is according to Pro Football Focus. So you look at that matchup, man, I really feel like that could dictate the outcome. But 
As far as uh, how I view this game, man, I know it's very difficult to choose Kansas City because they have not won a home playoff game since 1994. But, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes is there, and I feel like they're going to be able to squeak it out over Indianapolis in a tight one. My score prediction here is 30-27 in favor of Kansas City. What about you? Um, I actually have a high-scoring game myself, um, but I actually have Indianapolis winning 34-31. Uh, to 31. Um, I think their special teams game with Benatari is always going to be solidified. Kicking out there uh, in the windy conditions of Kansas City is very tough. Loud, uh, loud crowd is going to be uh, roaring. Um, you know, but I think uh, it's going to be very tough for the Kansas City secondary to, to, to cooperate um, with the, the Indianapolis offense. I think you know, missing Eric Berry back there all season has hindered them. Um, you know, they brought back Ron Parker, um, a, a crafty veteran that knows um, his assignments and responsibility. But having that continuity back there um, that they had in the past with Parker and Peters and Barry, um, it's just not there anymore. And so uh, I think it's going to be a very difficult time for uh, the Indian, I mean, not the Indianapolis, but uh, Kansas City secondary to keep up with T.Y. Hilton and, uh, and Eric Ebron and what Andrew Luck brings to the table. So I actually have, I actually have, uh, with that being said, I actually have the Colts winning 34 to 31 um, on a Vinatieri late field goal. All right, man. Well, we both got a uh, field goal games, except I got the yes, Chiefs, sir. you got the Colts. Now we're gonna move on to matchup number two, and this is a Saturday evening game in the NFC, an intriguing one as well. The Dallas Cowboys at the Los Angeles Rams, 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time start. Now, this is another one, Jarrell, because you got the Dallas Cowboys, who are the underdogs, coming off a playoff victory over the Seahawks, clashing with Sean McVay and this high-powered attack. What do you look at in this matchup? Man, when I look at this uh, matchup, um, I see an aggressive Dallas Cowboys defense going up against a multiple uh, receiver look and, uh, you know, three wide receiver sets out there in, in L.A. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see if, uh, you know, uh, the Dallas Cowboys can get pressure. Um, I know they've been playing phenomenal. Those linebackers, they're set at that position for the next eight to ten years. Um, it's very, it's going to be a very interesting game. I, <clears throat> I actually – uh, I actually have L.A. winning this one. Um, it's gonna be, I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, actually, but I actually have them winning 18-15. 18-15 15 in a defensive yes, battle, I'm assuming, yeah. Yes, sir. I can Absolutely. See, I can see Absolutely. that happening, man, because, look, you know, this Dallas Cowboys defense, you talk about Jalen Smith, Leighton Vander Esch, that linebacker unit there for Dallas has been superb this season. But when I look at this matchup, I feel like it's going to come down to whether Dallas can run the ball on this Rams defensive front. You know, Aaron Donald, 20 and a half sacks this year, and Dominic and Sue. But, yes. you know, one surprising thing that I saw when I was doing some research on this matchup is that the Rams, they actually ranked 23rd against the run this season. Yes. They, they allowed 122 per game with a 5.1 yards per carry average. So, if Dallas is able to generate 
a consistent rushing attack with Ezekiel Elliott, keep this Rams defense off balance, I feel like Dallas has a very good shot at pulling off the upset against the Rams offense that kind of dipped in the last month of the season. So I'm going to pick the Dallas Cowboys to win this game, Jarrell. I think that they have something going on here. I look at this matchup with Cooper against Marcus Peters, which should be another good one to watch. But give me the Dallas Cowboys 24-23 in a relatively low-scoring game that consists of a lot of field goals. I think um, I, I would agree with you right there. Um, with uh, with that being said, it's it's very uh, it, you know with with Aaron Donald and, and as much glory as he gets for sacks, um, you know he's he's not as well as he's not good against the run uh, per se because he's always kind of getting upfield. He's very vertical. If there's if there's plays to be made with him penetrating on the line, obviously he makes those. But you know there's times where he gets out of his gap because he's you know making taking chances with which playmakers do, and it hinders his defense a lot because they're, the linebackers behind them aren't very big guys. So that's why they've, you know, invested so much into the, the defensive line this offseason with Brockers and Sue and those guys working together. So uh, if um, if Aaron Donald continues to, to get pressure um, in the passing game, then then, then they'll, have, they'll have their opportunities. But if he's getting upfield and then, you know, they're able to make plays uh, cutting back against uh, the grain with, with him taking chances, then Zeke will definitely have a big day. All right, well, there you have it. I got the Cowboys. You have the Rams. Should be a fun one. Now, how about the first game on Sunday? This is the 12.05 start central time. The New England Patriots, the number two seed of the AFC, take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, this is a game that is uh, really circled by many people because Phillip Rivers is 0-7 against Tom Brady in his career. And so people are asking, is this the game that Rivers finally turns the tide and comes out victorious against Tom Brady? What say you? I'm going with the Chargers. I'm I'm rolling with that defense. Um, They've got a shutdown corner in Casey Hayward, ball hawking safety uh, with Derwin James back there. And they have the two best edge pass rushers in football currently with Bosa coming back and uh, with Melvin Ingram on the outside. Those guys are are tremendous guys. Anthony Lamb being creative in in his defensive scheme and how they played last week. Um, I think they'll be able to come up with a mix of of things this week um, to be able to give Tom Brady some difficulty. I think um, a lot of things kind of hurt the the Patriots when they are missing that still big wide receiver. Like they've always had some success with Edelman and all those guys, but they need that big wide receiver. They're going to be, it's going to be an interesting, uh, uh, interesting game without having Josh Gordon. Now this is what they brought him in for, for times like this. And without having him on the team, I think they're going to be hindered a lot because they're going to be doubling Edelman a lot in the slot. And on that note, you know, you you saw last weekend what Gus Bradley and this Chargers defense did to Baltimore and Lamar Jackson, where they used a bizarre package with three safeties on the field, Derwin James, Jaleel Adai, and Adrian Phillips, and they had very much... Uh, success there against Baltimore and so I wonder as they face New England he talked about no more Josh Gordon so it's going to be Edelman Chris Hogan Rob Gronkowski and then of course you cannot discount what James White does in that passing attack for Tom Brady out of the backfield but 
you know, I'm with you, man. I like this uh, Chargers secondary. They got Desmond King, Casey Hayward, and I feel like they're playing with an edge, a chip on their shoulder mentality. Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram, that edge rushing duo there in LA, they're going to be a tall task for this Patriots offensive front to game plan for. And as we've seen it all season long, Jarrell, when teams are able to fluster Tom Brady in the pocket, collapse the pocket, things do not go well for him because you know he does not like to get hit. And I feel like Bradley will dial up an aggressive defensive game plan that's going to keep Josh McDaniels off balance. And so uh, it's going to give Gordon and this Chargers offense plenty of opportunities because New England's defense has not been very good this year. And for that reason, I give the win to the Chargers in a score of 26 to 20. So again, not, okay. I don't think it's going to be a, a lot of scoring just because I, I know that snow is actually predicted in the forecast. So that may affect the passing attack for both games. But give me the Chargers. I'm going to roll with the Chargers too. I actually have them winning. Uh, a score of 31 to 20. I think they're going to go out there and dominate. I think this defensive front is going to be very tough for uh, New England. Um, I think with Anthony Lynn having already experimenting with the, the, the safeties playing linebacker, I think they're going to be able to eliminate James White a little bit with those dinking dunks that he always turns into big games. Um, I think with, that, with the ability of, that they have at playing multiple safeties in, um, with corners and linebackers, I think it's going to be phenomenal for them uh, with when it comes to being able to be dynamic. Um, I actually have them winning 31 to 20. I think they're going to blow them out. And I think uh, I think New England's going to be on notice uh, the rest of the offseason. And then they, they decide to clean house. But I'm going with Phillip Rivers and I'm going with the Chargers 31 to 20. Well, we're on the same page there. And to close out the divisional round, the final matchup on Sunday afternoon, the Philadelphia Eagles at the New Orleans Saints, 4.40 p.m. Eastern time kickoff. Now, some notable injuries really quick for the Eagles. Michael Bennett, he's dealing with a foot injury. He's been limited. And for the Saints, this is a pretty big development. They're starting left tackle, Taron Armstead, who's been dealing with a torn pectoral, and he missed quite a bit of games. He's looking like he'll be questionable to play, going up against a pretty stout Philadelphia pass rush. So there's been a lot said about Nick Foles and the magic that he has in this postseason, winning the Super Bowl MVP last year. Do you think Philadelphia is going to pull off another upset, or will the Saints and Drew Brees get it done at home? Man, this is one of the most interesting matchups. Uh, number one being that it's very hard to beat a team twice in the season. Having them getting blown out before um, and, and being embarrassed, uh, I definitely think that Philadelphia is, is, has this, um, this matchup, and, and they're dialed in. I think their defense is going to play exceptional. I think, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to be in the game um, a, lot, uh, and a lot closer than what a lot of people predict. Uh, but I, but in the end, man, I mean, you know, Sean Payton, um, the closeness of this team, um, this team has been through ups and downs all year, losing guys left and right. But has but they seem to have the most continuity of anybody in the playoffs. Um, I'm rolling with Drew Brees. Uh, I think they're going to win um, 27 to 24. I think Philadelphia is going to battle their their tails off. But I actually have uh, New, uh, New Orleans winning 27 to 24. 
I'm with you. I'm picking the Saints to win this game. I know there's a lot of hype about Philadelphia, but I think this is the end of the line because, you know, the Saints, this is a high-potent offense. This defense also has been getting some boost with Alex Okafor likely coming back this Sunday, another edge rusher, Marcus Davenport, Cam Jordan. So I like for New Orleans to really establish their rushing attack with Kamara and Mark Ingram, as well as Michael Thomas. This is a guy that had kind of fallen off towards the end of the season. I think team Teams were starting to really double down on him and take him away. But I think Drew Brees and Sean Payton, with that extra week of preparation, knowing that they've already had success against Philadelphia as they put together 546 yards of total offense. Now, to your point, this is a different Eagles team playing with a lot more confidence now. But I still think New Orleans will be too much in the dome. That crowd will be too ruckus. And I think they take down Nick Foles and the Eagles 34 to 24. I like this to be a 10 point advantage for the Saints. And I think they booked their ticket to the NFC Championship. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I agree with you there. Um, I think uh, Philadelphia had a lot of success last week against Chicago and their receivers, but this receiver core is way different with Ted Ginn, Michael Thomas, big receivers that can get downfield. Um, you know, Drew Brees being able to play action pass, setting up the run, Alvin Kamara in space. Um, you know, Nigel Brennan is fast, explosive, one of the best, probably the best middle linebacker in football right now. And I, I, I believe in his abilities, but I just think that, you know, the multiple looks that they come with, how they come, their, their, their opening script, their first 15, 20 plays is something that's just unimaginable. And, you know, you have to play with extreme composure um, and, a, and a complete calmness in order to be successful against uh, the New Orleans Saints. And I just think, uh, I think with everything that they've come with, the way that they've been playing together, um, I think, you know, Philadelphia has already proved everybody wrong by getting back to this position. Um, if they do lose, they could, you know, they could still hold their hats high. But I, I have New Orleans winning. Uh, I have New Orleans winning 27-24. Yeah, and one more thing to note, Jarrell, is that this Philadelphia Eagles team, one thing that has really been their Achilles heel and, and a primary reason why I think they'll fall short on Sunday is they don't have a rushing attack. You saw what they did against Chicago. I know the Bears, their defense is on another level, but they only garnered 42 yards on the ground. Obviously, they've been hit with the injury bug, and so now Wendell Smallwood is now leading their backfield. Um, But I just don't think they have enough productivity on the ground to provide Nick Foles with a well-balanced attack. And if you're New Orleans, who, by the way, is the number one a ranked rush defense, all you got to do is tighten up the screws, force Nick Foles to go to the air 40 times a game, and really double cover Golden Tate, maybe give a safety top over Alshon Jeffrey. And I think they may be able to control Philadelphia when it's all said and done. Absolutely, man. Um, it's going to be a very interesting matchup. Philadelphia's going to come to play, man. So I understand we've given our predictions, but, you know, um, you can never knock off the chap until it's all the way over. But, you know, it's just one with, with, with the things that I've known as far as with football and, and, and um, statistic-wise, man. It's just kind of – it's very hard to ignore how well the New Orleans Saints are playing. 
Yeah, and on that note, that's the final game of the divisional round. So a quick speed round preview by Jarrell Worthy and myself will get you into the weekend. So Jarrell, hey man, good luck as you continue your preparations in the American Alliance Football League. I'm sure there's plenty of good things ahead for your career. And again, thanks for taking the time to join me today. Man, it's my pleasure. I always have so much fun coming on the podcast. I'm always interested in talking about football, um, being able to uh, just share my views of things and uh, be able to just talk about the game. And so it's always been a pleasure uh, every time I get a chance to come on. All right, bro. Well, again, take care. Good luck out there. And uh, we'll hope to be in contact soon. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. All right. Blessings. Yes, sir. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.